do that? I click that. Yeah, I did. All right. So now that we are done with that wrap up, we're introducing a new, new segment. segment, baby. This is called it's a Bobby Dazzler. A Bobby Dazzler, huh? Yeah. All right. So this is our. No, this is my. Excuse us. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. This is Sean's Moonshiner Minute. Yeah. All right, so I'm a fan of Moonshiners. Of course. I've been talking about it a little bit. Figure, you know, you said, well, why don't you do a little segment? All right, I'm going to do this segment. Well, right. the thing was, you you brought it up, and then he's like, well, Tickle. And as soon as you said there was someone named Tickle, yeah. I was in. Dude, Tickle. <laughs> All right, so, so this is recapping season on episode three. This is a two-hour-long episode. Oh, my gosh. I, I believe. Okay. Um, sometimes they they run into something else, but I think this one was was all of two hours. So starting off, okay, and you stop me at any time. All right. All right. I'll all right. Gladly elaborate. So Mark and Digger find a new still site, and they're <laughs> up against the clock to save the two mash barrels of their popcorn Sutton style shine after two were knocked over by cows at the old location. <laughs> 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 Did you say Popcorn Sutton? Popcorn Sutton, baby. The Popcorn Sutton you showed me when we were in Pigeon Forge? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the swag that was out there, the Popcorn That's Sutton right. stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, cool thing about Popcorn Sutton. I mean, there's a lot of history about this guy. You know, he's he's a crazy beard. You know, he was selling moonshine, like, out in public. Like, at, like, little, like, uh, uh, craft fairs or whatever. He's like, here, have some moonshine. Like, he was like, I don't give a fuck. We're the recipe. <laughs> Quick, do it. And on like there's like a little stone like near his uh, grave. It says, uh, "Popcorn said fuck you." <laughs> like, oh, dude, that's dope. All right, that's so anyway. awesome. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Mark and Digger, so they're trying to replicate a recipe of popcorn. So they found some of Popcorn's uh, moonshine. They said it like, "Wow, this this shit was great." Now they used to be students of Popcorn's, so they want to replicate his recipe. He never wrote any recipes down. He just did it. Oh. So they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to reverse engineer it. So in previous episodes, they're making these little batches, trying to figure it out, blah, blah, blah. So they finally like kind of nailed it down. They had this still site where it was like on a this dude's property. He had like, like a cow farm or something like that. And they would pass through this pasture, go into the woods. There was like a, a stream. They would set up their shit out there. So they had four barrels of mash going, right? So they show up one day to, after building a new still, this thing's huge. Yep. They're going to run it. Two of the barrels are knocked over. The cows got loose into the woods. They smelled the this, this stuff. They thought they were going to like it. They knocked it over. They didn't eat it because it was, you know, it's, it's beer. It was like yeah. sour, you know, it was fermented. So, um, so they end up running the two that were ready. And the first run comes out just the way they wanted it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so they was say you know salvage some of that. Now moving on to Mike and Jerry, they set up their water system. So, um, Mike had someone wanting some high end vodka. Okay, kind of a weird setup. Like, oh, this is a guy's getting married. He wants some high end vodka. Whatever. Um, Jerry commits to helping Mike since Daniel's still out of commission. So Mike's partner, Daniel, he hurt his back trying to set up. They're trying to, they're knocking trees down. They're trying to build this whole setup and he ended up hurting his back. And he's like, I'm, I'm out, man. I, I can't right now. You know, I'm trying to recover. Yeah. So Mike calls up Jerry. Jerry's going to help him like build his shit. 
Mike's like, hey, do you want to help me run a shine? He's like, oh, I don't know. He used to run moonshine. He's got a family now. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, um, Jerry's like, all right, I'm going to help you out. Um, so then they run their potato mash three times. They triple distill it because you have to to get the, the proof for uh, vodka. It has to be like 190 proof or something. Okay, got it. Um, and Mike had this cool setup where he's got these three mason jars like hooked up into – into the still. So as it's distilling, it'll go through these jars and they act as thump kegs, which are doublers. So what happens is it'll go through a pipe, it'll condense in the jar, and then it'll evaporate again oh. and go through another pipe into another jar and just the process repeats. So they have this, like, they're also called gin baskets because I make gin, you, I think you put the juniper shit in. And those things that are, you know, similar setup. Anyway, so... Um, they get the, the 190 proof out of the worm and later on they add more jars to create a 24 jar rig. It's this crazy and it's a huge thing. They set up in like this garage and it's, it's massive. It's just, it's this giant square. 24 in a row? 24 or? jars in like this a square. So it's like six, 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 and six. But is it all leading one to another or are there yeah, multiple they're all paths? Yeah, they all kind of lead. Are there like four different lanes that they're coming out with there, like four different could, things? There could be like, a, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're it, all linked or. I'm but, just wondering if you had them going through 24 different jars, what benefit you're going to have by that 24th. Well, Isn't in that depends getting, on. It's evaporating out more water content at that well, point. Well, yes. Right? And you can infuse flavor. So oh, what they okay. do is they'll sometimes put shit in the jars. And then as it's going through, it's Got picking it. up those flavors. So, yeah, so he's like, well, six jars is great. How about 24? And they build this huge freaking thing. So then back in the woods, they build a structure to cover the new setup. Okay. Um, then Daniel shows up. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. And he confronts Mike about why he isn't being brought in to help Mike make some shine. and feels betrayed that Jerry is the new partner. And then Mike went forward without him. What the fuck? You hear it? He said he was out. He hurt his back. Well, he said he was out of commission. He, he's like, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to, to heal up. And then and he's basically really- Mike is like, listen, I had to move on. Like, I couldn't wait. Or uh, Daniel said that. He's like, I, I, I no. How, what's the time frame on how long he waited before he moved? Uh, it was a couple days. <laughs> Well, I mean, if he's got orders to fill. Or, I mean, or so he's like. got stuff to run. So Mike went to visit Daniel like the first like, cause Daniel just like dropped off the planet and he couldn't, Mike was trying to get a hold of him, couldn't, he just showed, so then Mike just goes up to his house and walks in and Daniel's like on one of those teeters, like hanging upside down. He's like, my back's fucked up. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's got to go to chiropractors and shit. So he didn't know. And then, so then, yeah, so Daniel's a little sour. Oh my God. And listen, dude, you got to get better. All right. It's like. So, like, Mike's thing in the beginning was like, well, why don't you call me? Just call me. Let me know what's going on. Yeah. Nobody does that, apparently. I I don't know. Oh. Okay, then. All right. So then, moving on to Tickle. We're up to Tickle. Let's We're up go. To tickle. All right. So, he mashes in some peaches to make brandy with the Law Brothers. So, it's two brothers, the Law Brothers. And her dad was, uh, I think, uh, Amos Law or something? Yeah, Amos Law. And he was a legendary moonshiner. Okay. So, they're carrying on a tradition. These guys have been... They're like friends with uh, uh, Tim, and you know Tickle was a, for a longtime partner of Tim's, and so okay. there's like a whole like you know circle. So anyway, 
Uh, you would think that having been in prison recently, that Tico would avoid committing crime, especially on camera, right? But not so, right? So Tim was giving Tickle a job at the legal distilleries. Oh, he worked. Okay. Tim was always there, like helping out Tickle. He's like, "Hey, come, come on, man!" He's trying to get him like on a work release program and to come in and, and blah 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 blah. And then Tickle's like. There's nothing like making shine and woods. So he just, you know, he just goes <laughs> off to do this shit. Why? What is the point? Uh, that's the one thing I haven't grasped. If right. they have legal distilleries, why are they still illegal? Yeah, if someone wants you to work there, and he's like, well, you get more money, like, you know, doing it legally or whatever. But you're telling me there's a big enough market for illegal moonshine? Uh, apparently so, yes. That seems outlandish to it me. It does around here, but down there. Apparently it's it's big money. That's it's a crazy. Big, it's a big deal. Yeah, that's really crazy. Go down to North Carolina and, and we know some and, people in North and Carolina, Tennessee, and, and Tennessee. Virginia. We know some yeah. people down there. Yeah, we should well, ask them. Uh, we went to a distillery. I'll tell you where the counties are: it's Sevier County, Cock County. Sevier County. That's where we were. Well, there right? you go. Isn't that where Sevierville is? Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. Are they in the Smoky Mountains? They are. <sighs> Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, so they show up. Uh, part of the stuff is, you know, Tickle and Law Brothers, are, they're making this, what's called a ram pump. And the way it works is, like, it takes water, it comes down, it enters a chamber, and then as it fills up, it, it wants to go back down, but there's a one-way valve, so then it, the water goes up this other chamber and, then, and, and out to wherever they want it to go. So... If everything works properly, like it'll pump itself. So the reason they're doing it is because they don't want to bring in gas-powered pumps, gas-powered generators, or run a pump because it's okay. just noise in the woods. They want to avoid all that shit because, I mean, people do it, but it's noisy as fuck. Even yeah. if you get the small little quiet generators, they're they're loud, of course. And they don't want to haul in batteries because other guys do that too, but they don't want to carry that this heavy stuff. In right. So. Um, they put that into production. Later on, they go and they make a, a submarine still uh, with things from Amos Law's properties. Oh, really? So they were on the property or looking at stuff because his dad recently passed away. And they found like copper and, and stainless steel sheets and, and wooden shit. So they put together a submarine still. So basically, it's two sides or wood. And then you, it's wrapped with... Typically, like stainless steel, and then a big hole cut in the middle. Okay. And you put the cap on that, and you put your mash in and all that shit. So what what they did was they used a stainless steel bottom and a copper top, and they used this fifth-generation cap. So it's, it's five generations old, this this cap that they're using on their still. Like, it's been in their, their law family for, like, this long or something. Really? Like yeah. And you can see, like, where their axe marks on it from when, like, the axe are real law. Yeah. Like, would go in the woods and, you know, when you find a still and they'd hack at it. Well, it was patched up. You see all these patches oh on it. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And finally, moving on to Mark and Huck, they get their second pot set up for the double distillation method. So they want to double distill this season. Okay. okay. Try to get a more money, like a higher quality. So oh, yeah. they demand more money out of this. Uh, before they fire up the still, they notice a leak. So they have to drain the pot, seal the leak. Um, and one thing that <laughs> Charlotte uh, brings up, she can't let watch the show. She can't because of the way they talk. The southern jaw <laughs> drives her nuts. And so for Mark and Huck, 
they're I think the only ones that constantly have closed captioning. No matter what. No matter what. It's it the show puts it in there. It's not <laughs> me turning on it. It's it's in built it's wow. baked into the show. Whenever they're talking, oh my it's, gosh. it's in there. Now it's not bad. I can understand it, but you know, it's it's funny. That is pretty yeah. funny. And that wraps up the Moonshine Minute. Hey, hey yeah. that was cool. That was interesting. There's Ooh. a lot of fun topics that in that episode. Yeah. Excuse me. All right. Well, maybe we should wrap this up, but before we do now that I have the Smoky Mountains on my mind, okay, I want to bring up a podcast that I've been listening to that I wanted to recommend to anybody that is interested. It's called Dolly Parton's America. Whoa! What? It's called. It's very interesting. It was a guy that's on. Um, I think he's on Radio Lab podcast. All right. Um, and uh, he grew up in the Smoky Mountains. But he was like a foreign immigrant that moved there. Like his father is a doctor. And he was growing up right around where uh, Sevierville is, where Dollywood is. And so she's like a mythical figure kind of in that area because she's (laughs) like done so much for the area. And she's like, and I had no idea like how long she's been in the music industry, like since the the mid 60s yeah like she was 20 something and she was putting music out there and then she was on a tv show for a while and then that like launched her career like mm. it goes into her whole backstory yeah and it is absolutely fascinating oh, okay. like is really interesting i highly recommend it dolly parton's america and it goes into different stories and there's themes to some of the stories but it's a lot of times it's like they're interviewing her and she's already an interesting person to hear her talk she's got that 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 draw, that uh-huh. high voice. Yeah. You know it's her. Yeah. And she's just so interesting and she's so very well thought out in her responses. And she's also like funny and self deprecating mm. and everything. It's really something yeah. else. And so they just dig down into her past and they talk about how Dollywood came to be. They talk about how she got where she is in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the topics of some of her songs, which when she first started, she had some dark songs <laughs> yeah some really dark songs about like abusive boyfriends and oh. things that like mm. uh craziness but very good stuff so dolly parton's america that's what, okay. what i'll say check it out it's definitely worth a listen all right all right i think that's it for the episode thanks everybody for watching this oh this is a forge and fire wrap up i think <laughs> yeah. we might have talked hey. about the smoky <laughs> mountains longer than yeah. uh forge and fire tonight but Thanks again for watching. Remember to follow us on Instagram or subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I guess that's about it. Yeah. We'll catch you in the next one. See ya.